Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I review a comic book, new or old, for my collection and rate it on various factors. It's the end of the month, however, so that means it's a comic book haul episode. Head on over to my Patreon, patreon.com slash vmcampos, to watch the video for free about all the comics that I picked up this month. Or listen here on the audio version and imagine the comic books in your own brain. Plus, if you head on over to the video version, there is a contest that you might think about entering. In any event, let's talk about what I got this month. First of all, I've been um, trying out two different comic shops. Well, my usual one, comics and stuff, and then a new one, Now or Never Comics. They've been around for a little while now, but I'm starting to see uh, about getting a subscription with them. And so um, I got some books um, over here at Now or Never, and uh, let's see what we've got. So we'll start with DC. This is the uh, the preview book for Future State. This is a cool wraparound cover, actually, which is going to be the future versions of various DC characters. We have Yara Flor as the new uh, Wonder Woman. We've got the vintage uh, characters plus new characters of the future. And this basically explains what the future state event is going to be about. A lot of uh, cool art. And then, of course, all of the comics that are going to come out. These all come out in January 2021, a bunch of them. Uh, so this is the future plans of DC Comics. Next up, I got Spawn number 312. This is the local comic shop day edition. Uh, this is an homage to Spider-Man, I think number 700? One of those, number 800, where it was the skyline of New York with Spider-Man swinging and then the names of everyone that's ever worked on a Spider-Man comic. Here, instead, we have uh, all of these comic shops that uh, carry image comics and such. And if you look carefully, actually, there is Now or Never Comics right here in San Diego. So I haven't uh, looked at every single name over here. Like I said, the one I usually visit is comics and stuff, but I haven't. It's not alphabetical or anything. Not sure if CNS has a listing here, but lots of comic shops and uh, that uh, relatively newcomer Now or Never Comics right there. So this Spawn series uh, has been um, record-breaking. They're at 312 issues. Great art as usual. Cool story and characters. Gunslinger Spawn is a big name at the moment. Um, so pretty epic story continuing. I picked up Spy Island number two and number three. I picked up number one uh, a couple months ago. This is over at Dark Horse. I really, really liked issue number one. So. Um, I let them know if you have issues two and three, please save them for me so I can't wait to read these. I love these covers. This is a Bermuda Triangle Mystery. It's a fun, funny, interesting, well-drawn series about detectives in the Bermuda Triangle with beautiful art. Like, I just love the art throughout everywhere. Uh, really cool style to it all. So it's basically spies in a supernatural setting with these amazing sorts of covers. Look at that. Looks like a vintage sort of 80s or vaporwave style of cover on that. No spoilers. So yeah, Spy Island number two and three from Dark Horse. I'm going to be reading Sonic the Hedgehog on the reg. 
Um, mostly because uh, I love the art. I love this cute cartoony art. This is the style that I want to draw in and maybe if I like on a regular basis uh, am exposed to this art, one day I'll be able to draw as amazingly as this. So there's Rouge and uh, Knuckles and everyone. Very colorful, very action-packed, very cute. So uh, compared to the other comics I showed over here, this is, you know, completely sort of a different style. But here's Sonic the Hedgehog number 34, the current IDW series. They went over to like 280 issues or something over at Archie. And they were there for like 25 years. So now they're, they've been at IDW, I guess, for about three or so. Another series that's kind of long-running that I'm going to get into is uh, the current TMNT at IDW. This is issue 111. I picked up, I think, like issue 99 and 100 just because they were going to turn over to the new uh, triple digits. Congrats to them on that. And they've also introduced some new characters, uh, the return of some. We've got Jenica. We've got Venus. There's also a lot of storylines and plots happening. So uh, cool art on this, too. I... Um, I really see that this like this series is really becoming like a, a big furry series at the moment. Lots of mutated characters, um, cool art. There's a there's the future turtle. No spoilers. So I'm checking this out. I believe this is a uh, is that a, yeah it's a Kevin Eastman art uh, classic artist and it is a variant number two actually. I've got the other issues to catch up on to really start to enjoy the new series ongoing from here. This is from IDW. And this one's fun. It's the TMNT Best of Donatello. So they're doing all of the turtles in like a huge, I didn't see how many pages this is, but it's it's a huge thick book with a glossy thick cover. Um, this is Donatello. To be honest, Leonardo's my favorite, but this was kind of cool because it's got three stories from the Mirage Age in the 80s and then the IDW age in the 2000s and then one of the most recent IDWs as well. So it's kind of cool to see the old art recolorized. So all of this vintage art, which was originally black and white, very stark black and white. Um, yes, that is uh, Jack Kirby uh, revealed by the end. Spoiler alert for like a 30 year old uh, story. They should have said what years these came out in, but it's got three uh, stories from the from the various ages of uh, TMNT, currently at IDW. I was looking forward to this one. This is at... So what's the official name of this company, actually? Is it AWA? Is it Upshot? So it's American Writers and Artists, something like that. I forget what it stands for. But then we've also got the subtitle of Upshot. So it's a, it's a, it's a new comic publisher that came out in the last year or so. And this is Year Zero, Volume 2, Issue 1. Basically, it's if you're... If you're missing The Walking Dead, here is one of actually several zombie comics that are being published in recent times. But this one takes place globally. This one is a story about what about the zombie apocalypse happening all over the world. So this is volume two. I enjoyed the first issue. It was, it was, it was a little bit underground. Uh, the first volume, I mean. And now here's volume two, this epic cover right here, which looks a little bit too much like World War Z um, cover. but. This is the uh, Carrie Andrews, I believe. And so we've got various stories. It's very violent. Uh, it's very uh, sexy. And uh, it's all about zombies and different characters in four different parts of the world, not just in one localized place like is common with many zombie tales. Origins number one of six from Boom. This is a series that's getting pretty hot, uh, independent indie sort of thing. Uh, it's a futuristic tale of post-apocalyptic stuff. I uh, always love to see something like this 
uh, that really shocks you. The Statue of Liberty all mossy and overgrown in a futuristic forest sort of setting. So um, this reminds you a little bit of We Live but without the, the multimedia aspect of it. And a really interesting sort of plot, very cool colors and all of that is issue number one. And lastly, what I got from Now or Never Comics is uh, they threw in the, the latest issue of Previews, number 387. This is a huge book that basically gives you previews of all of the comics that are coming in uh, February 2021. So there's a brand new Blade Runner series coming. It's an origin. So we've got Peach Momoko cover on that, plus Art Germ. And um, I haven't really looked through a Previews um, book in a long time. I just, I just go to their website but it was thrown in for free, so I thought that was cool. And uh, gives you previews of the stories, what's coming soon, um, what is good on the various publishers. I don't know. Do y'all do y'all want me to do like a deep dive in this? Um, a deep dive on on this book. Um, that might be kind of interesting, just to see what's in one of these. And um, it's also a flip book because then on the back it's got the sort of like toys and collectible aspect of things. Wow, look at that. So yeah, toys on the back. Plus um, it also came with uh, the like Marvel uh, preview. The whole Absolute Darkness plot is coming soon with Stegman and Kate's. And I haven't seen through this. Oh no, Mary Jane, she's Carnage's eyes. No. And yeah, it's all Marvel all the time. Preview book. Some uh, speculators feel some of this is valuable in terms of if there are character previews. Uh, after people get like first appearances and other things, we have previews and some people think that's a bit of value. So yeah, that's what I got here. That was the item from Now or Never Comics. Shout out to them. Moving over to my usual comic shop, which is comics and stuff. Um, here we have, hey, what's this? It's Amazing Spider-Man number 49. On last month's haul, I had said that I had asked for this Bruce Tim variant cover, and they didn't have it when I picked it up. So lo and behold, they saw my sad puppy dog eyes, and when I showed up to get my haul this month, they said, oh, actually, we did manage to get you one. If you look at the details here and there, it does have a little bit of imperfections, unfortunately, but don't, don't worry about that. Pay attention to Bruce Timm's amazing art, Mary Jane, uh, shiny outfit with a micro mini skirt in the 60s, Gwen Stacy is not amused, Peter Parker is, and so is Normie. So it's issue 49, legacy 850, 850 issues of Spider-Man. So yep, finally got my copy of that. All right, back to the show. So um, I got Amazing Spider-Man number 50, Last Remains. This is a pretty epic sort of cover right here. Uh, more Chadwick Boseman um, back covers over here. Pretty beautiful. Rest in peace. Um, now, I also got the next ones, kind of. So I didn't get 51. I got 52. And I also got 53. So what happened to 51? How will I know what is going on in this plot line? So perhaps that's one of the reasons why I'm looking at other comic shops. I'm like that meme about the guy looking at the other girl, even though he's already got a girl. Uh, but you know, when they do you wrong, uh, what are you gonna do? So I got Symbiote, Spider-Man, King in Black, number one, regular cover, pretty epic stuff. What's going on with Null? Is it Null or Newell? How do you like to say it? I heard someone say Newell for the first time, which sounds kind of cool. 
but I always thought it was simply null. And God forbid if you if you call it Kanal. But anyway, here we have um, Spider-Man, Symbiote, Spider-Man, King in Black. Detective Comics number 1027, 144 page mega spectacular. This is celebrating 1,000 issues or 1,000 appearances of Batman in Detective Comics, who of course debuted back in 1939 in Detective Comics number 27. And here we have 1,027, the epic 1,000 issue anniversary of The Dark Knight. So what cover is this? It was the last one on the shelf. It's, uh, it's regular cover number one. I'm not sure what I think about this back side of the cover. Why does Robin look approvingly at the death of uh, Batman's parents? And Alfred is kind of just chilling with, Sir, would you like your coffee or tea or whatever? And, but this epic cover here is pretty epic. Uh, although I guess now that I look at it also, why is that bat kind of right here? Batman versus a bat? I think I'm thinking too hard. Here's a blast from the past, Darkness, The Darkness, issue number one, 25th anniversary commemorative edition. So if you're watching my videos about uh, new comics coming soon and so forth, uh, I definitely mentioned this book and I finally got my copy of it. It's got this like modern uh, updated design. You can get the uh, full art over at previewsworld.com, very detailed art. Uh, I love the contrast between the cool colors and the warm colors of the cover right here. So commemorative edition, it's uh, Mark Silvestri's brainchild from back in the 90s, with I guess also Garth Ennis' work. How about a new issue of uh, Invincible number one? This is actually the local comic shop day edition with this beautiful, uh, tasteful foil on the cover. So there's been a resurgence of gimmick covers in the past several years. And I've been listening to Rob Liefeld's podcast, reminiscing about comics in the old days, and just made me remember about all of those great gimmick covers in the 90s. So uh, here's a new issue number one. This is the 10-year anniversary of Skybound. There was also like a five-year anniversary one five years ago. And now here's a new number one. So if you never got first edition, first printing of Invincible number one, here's a, a new printing of it. I think there's been plenty of others. I also have the Larry's comic book edition version of that limited to 1,000 that I got a few years ago on eBay. So that one is your closest chance to get the original Invincible before it gets out of your price range. And here is the new uh, local comic shop version. So yep, if you ask your shop nicely, they might have one. A little bit less um, restrained, but still really cool. Oh, I'm blinding myself. Is Monstrous uh, one of two talk stories. So this is to tide you over until the regular series return. This is Marjorie Liu and Sana Takeda's um, comic and local comic shop day edition. It's so cool. I love how it's so chromey, so foily, whatever the official name of this uh, process is. So it's 00111. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to read this self-contained sort of issue. Uh, just don't look at it uh, too long. It's like staring into the sun. I'm reading the ongoing Usagi Ojimbo story from idw this is the return number one of four i like number one and two number three i thought was spinning its wheels a little too much i also didn't like usagi's characterization in issue two i believe and here's issue number four to see how it all wraps up so uh no spoiler alerts but usagi returns to his old village shenanigans happen lots of people get killed uh no blood of course 
But, um, hey, what's that? That's uh, Back to the Future meets Transformers. Amazing. Great Scott, time travel, and Autobots. Oh, IDW. Anyway, I'm reading this uh, Usagi series on the reg, and um, I've finally gotten used to that it's all in color, because I was used to classic Usagi stories that were all in black and white. Speaking of which, we've got Usagi Ojimbo Wanderer's Road, which reprints classic Usagi stories in color. But the main reason that I got this, yeah, it's a number one. But the main reason is, of course, Peach Momoko cover. Peach Momoko is like the number one artist of 2020. Everyone loves her work. I know I love it. I pick it up every time I see it. And here I was able to get my own copy of Wanderer's Road. Look at Usagi. It looks so cool. Momoko's art is so amazing. Such an evocative cover. I need to put this on my wall next to my Rembrandt. I got uh, TMNT Annual number 20. So this is cover B. This is an Eastman cover. Yeah, that should be Eastman. Ooh, that looks pretty cool. I didn't even notice that yet. So Kevin Eastman cover. And we've got some epic stuff going on. So I like these annuals because they often have like little short stories as anthologies. I really think comics should do more anthology series more bang for your buck comics now you know their prices back in my day they were 75 cents when i first started and then i was shocked when they became a dollar and then now the average is 3.99 4.99 5.99 those marvel books over there and dc books are no problem hitting 9.99 uh, here's a 5.99 annual um but you get more uh more bang for your buck because multiple stories and i wish that there would be more in the anthology series We've got the Continuing Adventures of Vengeance of Vampirella. I've been reading this one. Uh, this is a Lucio Perillo cover. Um, I forgot to ask for the cosplay cover, but you have to order it in advance. But anyway, Perillo does great art here. And the battle between Vampirella and Mistress Nyx for the fate of the world still rages on. So, is that a color break? On oh, my brand new comic? Hmm. Uh, so yeah, amazing art and pretty epic story. Brand new Rick and Morty. Um, I thought Oni Press was losing the license, especially with the final issue 60 of the regular Rick and Morty series. Anyway, uh, here we have Rick and Morty Ever After. I got issue number one, and then also number two is out. Uh, not quite sure exactly what the whole storyline of this one is. After the recent um, Dungeons and & Dragons and Dungeons & Dragons 2 Painscape stories, here's another ongoing series. Oh yeah, and then we also had Rick and Morty Go to Hell so now we have here Ever After. So I guess it's uh, fairy tale stories. I, I got these. Uh, I got the variant cover right here. I like the style of that one. And this one is uh, regular number two. So we got two Rick and Morty comics Ever After from Oni Press. And lastly, an independent book over here from Vault. We have I Walk with Monsters number one. This is Cornell, Cantrino Kelly, and World. So this is the variant cover, the I Voted variant cover. Let's see, what's this one about again? So many comics to enjoy. In JC's past is the important man who took away her brother. Now JC has David, who sometimes transforms into a terrifying beast. Together, they found a way to live and to hunt, sniffing out men who prey on vulnerable. But JC and David are about to run into the important man again. A hunting story about the monsters that walk beside us all and sometimes lurk within. So, sounds like an interesting plot. I'm always checking out issue number ones of series, and I like to check out these indie books uh, from some of the smaller companies. This is from Vault. And that was my comic haul. I've got a lot to read, a lot of great comic books to look forward to. Be on the lookout for in-depth reviews in the coming weeks, so make sure you're subscribed to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club.
This has been VM Campos, and I'll see you next week.